Cut to... Jack. Cut to Jack. And we're going to roll initiative. Are we rolling initiative also? No. You're going to get a, You can come in in the second round. Okay. The werewolf rolls a two. And Spencer rolls a six. Spencer's killing it, dude. He always gets and good rolled, rolls. And you rolled a three, Gino? Yeah. So Spencer is going to pull out his motherfucking sword and make an attack on the werewolf. He's got a great... He's got a... He's not a great weapon. So I'm going to call it D8. Okay, so he's going to roll his 1D20 plus 6 on the werewolf. And he's going to miss. Dang. Swing and a miss. So now it's Jack's up. Um... Man, Jack's got a few options. All right, where's the werewolf in proximity to us? He, like, you guys were sitting there passing the pipe back and forth in front of the fire. He just, like, burst out of the woods and howled at you. And then Spencer jumped up, drawing his sword as he as he got up and took a swing, but the werewolf dodged. So he's, like, still right in front of you guys, like, squared off against you two. All right, Jack uh, is going to reach into his little pouch that Spence gave him. And he's going to pull out one of those little mushrooms, and he's going to try and throw it into the werewolf's mouth. Wow, that's a fucking terrible way. Okay, roll it, roll it, <laughs> 20. 16. Okay, that's a hit. That is a hit on the werewolf. <laughs> For throwing a mushroom in its mouth. Okay. He, um... Takes a step back, and, like, his eyes go completely black. And, like, his body... And he's like shaking as he's as he's as he's like taking a step back, as he like swallows the mushroom real quickly. He's shaking and his body is just like veins become visible under his skin, thick black veins, and his mouth starts goes open with, with like bulging muscle around his jaw that he can't even keep close his mouth. It's so like it looks like every muscle and vein in his uh, body is like just like for some reason like swollen to the max. And he lets out this horrible growl that's like way louder than the first one. And he uh, go ahead, goes ahead and makes an attack. Uh, I did it! <laughs> oh my god, you you fool! Good job, you gave the werewolf instant steroids. Um, and despite all his bonuses, he's now he still misses Spencer with a he like lunges at Spencer with his whole body, but uh, Spencer um, dodges it out of the way. And uh, now we can come to you guys can come charging into the into the thing. So how do you guys enter? Do you want to put us um, somewhere on the tor- turn order, or do you want us to roll, or do you just um, want to put us at the end of the turn order? You guys should go at the end of the turn order. I think that makes the most sense. Okay. And also, is my sword silver? Uh, the big one. It doesn't seem like it's silver. No. Okay. It's some kind of weird like. It's like a a pure, like a, it's really white. The color of it. So it's like if it's silver, it's I mean it's not the color silver first of all. So that's still your first tip off. Uh-huh. It's almost like a stone, but it's like a really like sheen. It's like a really shiny, um, non-porous stone, white stone, polished, almost like marble, but much harder. Okay. Uh, okay. Marius comes running in wielding his torch big sword on the back on his back and just goes see what like why is it so big and throws his torch at the werewolf 
I, I, I don't know. It just, it just got bigger all of a sudden. <laughs> I am so bad at this game. Um, so roll it a, a d6, and if it's on one through three, it's going to hit Spencer, and if it's on three through six, it's going to hit Jack, just based <laughs> on the scenario that you're in. Excellent, because that was a one. So, it hits, so what did I say? Oh, Is that Jack? You're perfect. So. So, uh, he goes, why is it so big? And just like panics and throws the torch and it just goes straight at Jack. So Jack catches on fire again. He's, so it's um, fine. fire does 1d4 damage. You want me to roll that? It's up to who, who wants to roll it. Do you know where uh, Chris? Do you know you should roll it? I do not good rolls. Um, if it is, if you get a four, then you have to save versus breath weapon, and then if you fail, you're engulfed in flames. I'm gonna kill Gino. <laughs> That's how this ends. Hey, remember that guy was like, "Hey, look out, stay indoors." This was why. <laughs> Do you want to roll your? Yeah, no, I'll let you roll the d4. Um, excellent. Oh my god, you've got to be kidding I me! I wanted that. <laughs> So save against breath weapon. Um, you have to get under. Yeah. Uh, do I? Uh, let me see. Wait, breath. Yeah, that's just what the saving throw is. Which one is? Oh. I'm used to oh being on fire. All right. So now you take one d8 damage per round until you die or the fire is put up. <laughs> Wait, what? But I rolled a, a critical 20. <laughs> yeah, you sure did. You Emblem burst arrives. You just explode. Wait, so uh, I take 1d8 of fire damage every turn? No, you, do, you just take 4. But next round, you, you're going to take another... You're going to take a d8 until your fire is put out. Yeah, so I'm dead. I don't... <laughs> you dead with 4? No, uh, I'm down to 5 now. Okay, you'll be fine. You'll be okay. Tough it up, buddy. <laughs> I'm really glad you came to help, Marius. <laughs> Why is we get Emily the comes worst running rolls? Up. <laughs> Look at that thing! <laughs> and then we cut up to uh, Spencer, who um, sees that um, Joaquin's on fire, and takes the takes a bedroll off the ground and starts to beat the fire off Joaquin. And he, Joaquin, makes a saving throw against Breath Weapon. Oh, God. Saving throws are so impossible. <laughs> and he succeeds, and he's out of, he's not engulfed in flames anymore. Oh, Spencer made the saving throw? No, Gino did. He rolled a four. Oh, I didn't see it. Sorry. So now uh, it's Joaquin's turn. Uh, Marius, what are you, what, uh, what are you doing? Look, we we can talk about this later. We have Joaquin picks up literally uh, bigger logs from their campfire they had, and he throws it at uh, Marius. Why? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> no, to prepare to pelt him with fire logs. For him to pelt him with fire logs. So yeah, Jack's gonna <laughs> throw a fire log at Marius. Are you really? That's what you're going to spend your turn doing? Yeah, you threw a fire log at me. You Not on purpose. There's a werewolf. <laughs> Maybe the werewolf's going to get confused and uh, just leave. That doesn't seem likely. <laughs> um, uh, fine, I guess I'll throw a fire log in the werewolf's mouth. 
All right. D20. <laughs> it's Marius. No, that's not a lot of shit, Marius. Um, he just literally just plucks it out of the air and smashes it. He just clenches it, crushes it between his jaws as you're going at him. And then he goes and charges at you. And he's going to roll a 24 against your AC. Yikes. Um, ba, ba, ba. That's going to hit. My AC is 16. Yes. Okay, so... He's going to do one damage to you. Nice. So you manage to just like pull yourself right out of the way just in time as his massive slavering jaws nip at you. He just manages to take a little tiny chunk out of your uh, out of your leg, and that would put it at back at um, Marius. Part part of me wants to keep the sword, and part of me just wants to give it to Jack because you're way better at hitting things than I am. <laughs> Christ, this is gonna go bad, but. I'm going to attack the werewolf with my cool sword, I guess. All right. Make an attack roll. No, I'm a special. Well, actually, it's a like, it's a great sword style, right? No, I'm act- I'm going to give it to Jack. Are you going to toss him the sword? No, I'm, I'm going to do something that requires not rolling to pass him yeah, the yeah, sword. Yeah, yeah, you toss him the sword. Okay. <laughs> do you want to Do you want to make an attack as well? I can do that? Yeah, that doesn't seem like a whole turn to me. Sure. I'm going to... I guess pass Jack the sword and then try to shoot the werewolf. Okay, good. And I miss. Good lord. So just 18 more rolls and I'll get a 20. Just climb my way up. <laughs> oh, wait, I have to see if I miss fire, right? What is that? 1d10? Oh, yeah. How do I miss fire? <laughs> Pull up the rules right now for firearms. Holy crap. I've what got, kind of weapon do you have? Uh, flintlock. The flintlock, one one in ten, she gets a misfire. Yep. So is it a one or a ten? It's a one that you don't want to get. Okay, so it doesn't misfire. Yep. And in the case of a misfire in your gun, the flash would, it would just be a flash in the pan, and the bullet wouldn't fire. Oh, okay. It wouldn't, like, blow up my hand or anything? No, it wouldn't blow up your hand or anything. Okay. Um, so now it's back to Emily. And the werewolf's looking real, real mad. Like, whatever... Whatever um, was in that mushroom seems to have pumped him up. Like, he's looking bigger and tougher all the time. I mean, not that you know that he ate a mushroom, but he... Like, just you can just tell he's co- he's covered in thick black veins and his eyes are glowing black. And he just looks super mad. He, like, he takes a huge chunk out of the werewolf. Like, he just smashes the sword right into its stomach. And it doesn't, like... Doesn't cut the werewolf in half or make a, dip, a huge gash, but it does like it sinks in. Yes, it's like really audible, almost like he swung a giant axe at him into a tree, and then it got stuck for a second. He pulls it out, and the werewolf is like pushed back by the force of the blow. So he's got a big gash in his side, um, and he's like, kind of staggering now. And it's up to uh, Joaquin, who's got the great sword now. Uh, Jack <laughs> is going to. Um... After Marius tosses him the sword, he, like, grabs it by the handle real quick and does a maneuver where he just swings his one arm wildly in a wide arc, like, up over him and spins his whole body, bringing it down like a big pendulum 
Okay. It's still unwieldy. Excellent. <laughs> Alrighty. Jack's all about form over function. It looked like a dance. Gino, we're trash. Yeah. Collectively, collectively, we rolled like a 10 tonight. <laughs> uh, the werewolf misses Spencer. God's been rolling behind a GM screen for us. <laughs> no, I mean, I've, I've, I haven't fudged any rolls yet. I'm just I'm just trying to hide the werewolf's bonuses so you guys don't get sad. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, now it's a uh, freaking what's his name's turn? My turn. Yep. You. Ah, oh, Christ. Christ. Right. Uh, so your float walks out of out of uh, juice. Yeah. But you still have a rapier, I assume. I have a cutlass. I get scared cutlass. about attacking things in close range. Why? Because I don't have a lot of hit points, and I don't want them to hurt me. <laughs> but I guess you, you know just are just perpetually like on death's door, huh? Yeah, and then we roll nothing but fours and twos. <laughs> uh, give it to me. Uh, I guess I'll. I guess I'll try and give him a old cut with my cutlass. You know, his health is really low. Are you serious? But that is not going to be sufficient to penetrate his AC. <laughs> <laughs> can we use All a right. different rolling program i think roll 20 is cheating all right cut back to spencer who um yo spencer spencer um swings his sword swings his sword around his hand like like sort of in the same way jack did but like it looks much it looks much smoother and then he brings it right down in the Werewolf skull and it cracks, splits it right in half, and the werewolf falls to the ground. And almost immediately, uh, black smoke begins to fall off the body, and those veins and the black eyes disappear. And at the same time, he's changing from um, a wolf to a uh, man. And uh, it takes about it's really it's a very quick process. So what appears. And it's it's difficult to tell at first, but uh, you do recognize him because you've had a couple of conversations with him so far. It's uh, Bela, the fortune teller from the uh, fair. Only his head is split in two, and he's got a huge gash, and he's completely naked. Oh, huge gash in his chest, he's completely naked. I told you it wasn't a fortune. Oh! It was still a fortune. No, it wasn't. He said, I'm going to attack he you at night. He was still right. No, no, that's not a fortune. I'm going to attack you he at night. It's not a fortune. He hasn't been wrong yet, Jack. He has I was going to apologize for lighting you on fire, but if this is how you want this to play out. Wait, did, is she going to get the gods? Oh. We should go. I think we take <laughs> off in the other direction. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's just like a brief pause. We're all just like looking at each other back and forth, like around a campfire. And then we just go. Um, I don't know. I think we circled back to the inn, probably, right? Yep. And Emlyn's not there when you arrive. That doesn't count as a fortune. It count. Look, we talked about this on the whole way. No, you're you're wrong. I'm, so to tired to this. I'm going to bed. I don't want to talk to you morons anymore. Well. He, he hasn't he, I'm just saying he was never wrong he, he was wrong when was he wrong when he said he was going to tell you a fortune you but all of his fortunes were right so far no he it's that's actually called a lie we're like okay uh Marius here's a fortune I'm gonna go eat a, a cucumber later 
that's not a fortune. That's saying your intention. Right, fine. Okay. Different. Uh, there's gonna be one less cucumber later. Still not. That's a fortune. He's. Uh, you don't know how fortune telling uh, works, Jack. Uh, uh, Stick to your whatever you. Marius, I think you don't know how fortune works. I know how fortune. Okay. Work. Well, so far you're batting zero for the, the hundred. I don't think you know how baseball works either. Also, uh, I'm I'm actually gonna stop Spencer as he's walking away from our conversation. What? And just kind of like throw my arm around him and be like, "By the way, Spencer, my man, what is it, you man? Basically, took on that thing by yourself. <laughs> Listen, I never said I didn't know more around a sword, but your little girlfriend there, she was, she I think she did most of the damage to that thing. Yeah, but it attacked you and didn't even hit you. Like I said, I've been in some pretty rough scrapes before. Yeah, I'm just saying, that was impressive. I'm impressed. Well, don't get used to it, because I think our time's coming to an end. What? Let me just say I got a bad feeling about hanging around with you two. <laughs> That's fair. I've heard that before. Watch you two in action. I'm lucky I don't get a torch thrown on me next time. Warranted. All right, I'm going to bed. Well, he wasn't very receptive to compliments. Well, he's just—he's a little stressed out, I think. <laughs> no, that—that that was Marius saying that to Jack. Also, sorry about lighting you on fire. I mean, uh, it's not the worst I've ever been on fire. Mm. I'm gonna go to bed. I think. Yeah, I think. Uh, me too. I'm already nice and toasty. Might as well just all right, all right. curl up, tuck her out, and uh, just have have me a good one. <laughs> a good old dream. Yep. <laughs> Marius walks away. <laughs> yeah, Jack <laughs> goes to bed. I think we come downstairs <laughs> at some point. And uh, Spencer and uh, Emily are like sharing some cheese and bread. So that you're right. I think books are good. Later comes down. Oh, oh I forgot you wild, were here. Wild night last night, huh? I was a uh, nice thing. Had a good night's sleep though. And she sort of stretches out. Spencer stands up. I don't think I'll be coming to Jamity though. Oh come on. No, I don't. You're so good at swinging that sword though. There's nothing for me there, my friend. And just so you know, um, I spent Germany last time. I misspoke slightly. There is no Germany in 1650. Okay. Yeah, but Spencer, what what's what's really for you here? He Come sort on. of fingers the puzzle, fingers the puzzle box. Think about yeah, you can bring that with you. And Marius just like pauses and looks at the puzzle box for a second. <laughs> but I mean, just think since since you met us, the, went to a cool fairy world. You fought a werewolf. Come on. Well, you know what. I was just going to rent my sword out. That's no fun. Rent, rent it out to us. Well, I might. I mean, I, I don't actually really mind. I would I would go with you guys. You seem nice enough. So is that we're going to have to pay you or you're just going to come? Yeah. I no, I need, to, I, need to, I need money to, to live, so I'm not going to Okay, well, what's your rate? You I get about 100 silver pieces a month, I mean, in the army. So I'm pretty sure I can get about 200 a month. Is that two gold a month? That's nothing. Two gold a month. That happen. Yeah. All right. I'll steal it if I have to. 
Yeah. Well, right. we made a lot more than that, but then went to jail. You made thirty gold in a day. Yeah, for kidnapping the kid. What do you? What do you do? You kidnapped her? Well, I mean, in a manner of speaking, it was kind. She didn't want to come with us, but we were paid to retrieve her. I was I was going to school and it was lovely. Oh, not this again. It was it was a bad school. She was in a cult for snakes or something. Uh, Spencer just raises his eyebrow. He goes, "Well, how about this then? We'll do a gold a month plus ten percent of all take." You know, based on how you've been in combat, that sounds fair. All right then. I would also like to point out that <laughs> I like that retainers are actually a mechanic in this game. <laughs> okay. I guess we're packing up. Where's Golgo? Go goes me if you're down at the dock. I hate his name. Google? Yeah. Google. Yeah, I oh. guess we'll go meet up with him. Yeah. Um, one weird thing though. Mm-hmm. Jack, um, did you use hit points from the um, werewolf? Uh, yeah, Marius threw a <laughs> fire. No, no, he lost hit points from me. Yeah. Oh, oh. You get that back. It's all healed. Oh no. It's all better. So, uh, did we see him get bit? Uh, I don't know. I feel like you're gonna have to tell me that. Nope, I don't. I don't know what you saw. Decide now. I mean, I don't know. It seems pretty unlikely. Honestly, it seems unlikely to me that you would have noticed. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, or that you would, if even if you noticed that you would realize what a werewolf was. You know what I mean? Oh, I was saying werewolf pretty quickly. I've got that fortune. I'm just saying. Okay, no, that's fair. That. We didn't see it. What is um? Well, what do you what do you wear for like on your chest? Nothing. Re- well, I just have like my onesie thing, basically. <laughs> Probably some kind of jerkin. No. Yeah, I'm just wondering. It would it have been um, like they might have noticed if you guys were like walking walking through the woods with like a big scar in your stomach, or a big like gash in your stomach. So that's the only way I think you would have known. But I guess I'm gonna go ahead and say they didn't notice. <laughs> okay, he does. So he doesn't have just like a big mouth-shaped tear in his clothes. No. Oh yeah, you said it was. Yeah, it was like, like a one HP nip in the calf. Mm. All right, let's go. I'm ready to get the hell out of this dump. Soon enough carnivals to last me a lifetime. So yeah, so you get to the you get to the thing and Google. Goku's there and he's greasy. He goes, "Oh, I have chartered a ship for us. Don't worry about the cost. It is no problem for me. You can come aboard my ship." Um, are you bringing the little girl and the uh, the English soldier men? Yes, both of you. All right. Well, I didn't realize. I'll I'll get you an additional room. That's fine. And he pulls you aboard, and uh, you guys take off the. He goes, we have to, we are going to stop in uh, the Hague on the way to uh, Bohemia, to Strasbourg rather. So we'll have to uh, travel as a two-day ship journey and then we'll travel by land to the Black Forest. Sounds ominous, but all right. And that's where we will meet the uh, expert to help you with your sword. Oh, right. That's what we're doing. 
Frodo laughs and claps you on the back. You all right, my friend? Yeah, great. All right, so... For the ship ride, which is about two days, um, ship ridering is not, like, very comfortable. But it is enough to get us to get, um, like, basically two rests in, so you want to get two more hit points back. Oh, you actually lose two hit points because you get seasick. And you, yeah, you get seasick a lot. You throw up, like, all your hit points. All your meat comes out. <laughs> Wait, why can't I change my HPs? Can I, oh, oh, you don't get HP. You don't get HP back in this game. Never so. mind. I figured it out. Um, I would just like to point out that uh, Marius is absolutely loving this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So tell me, tell me a little bit about that. What do you mean? Like, does it? What does it bring you back to? What does it remind you of? It's less a uh, reminiscence sort of thing, and just enjoying doing it again. Like, he spends, like, the whole first day just, like, lying out on the deck, basically. It's probably, like, one of the one of the only times you've taken a ship ride, too, where you weren't forced to constantly labor. Um, no, that's not true. I tended to not do a lot of work in my pirating days. But, but more, I was just, like, you know, saying that he's very clearly excited to be sailing again hey everyone thanks so much for listening to our podcast it's the actual play.network podcast um this is everything is true episode 12 it's our osr game and it's sort of an ongoing very long sort of twisting turning story and this is uh, like i said the 12th episode so if you haven't heard the other ones i would recommend listening to this in order we of course also do a wide array of one shots so i would check those out um, i apologize for the infrequency of the schedule um i'm just trying to put a little more time into these episodes and make them uh make the editing allow the editing to make it listenable so i'm just gonna take as long as it takes and put them out a couple a month one or two a month and um, so that i just want to set the expectation for that uh, you can find all the past episodes on our website actualplay.network or in your podcast feed if you do subscribe and enjoy the show, I suggest also giving us a five-star review so other people can find it. Um, this episode, uh, I'm Matt. I was the game master. Andrew played Emmeline, although his audio was absent. Uh, Chris played Marius. Gino played Joaquin Debeau. Uh You can find all of our Twitter information on the website. Uh, you can also find our voicemail number which is 508-817-3408 and i would urge you to leave us a voicemail so we can play it and discuss it uh you can also email us at gm at actualplay.network if you have any questions or comments um i also just want to call your attention to the fact that andrew and i have another podcast the uh, goldenagehorror.com podcast where we um listen to horror movies from before 1979 and so discursively discuss them if you have any ideas for the show, please reach out and let me know. I already music or anything really that you want to share. Uh, I'd uh, greatly appreciate it. Our website also has a lot of old um, title card art that Gino made. I believe his, uh, what do you call it? His tablet, his Wacom is on the fritz. So we haven't, uh, we haven't had uh, a lot of fresh heart from him recently, but... Um, if anyone wants to gift him a Wacom, I think that would be very helpful for him. Uh, you can find all the show notes 
Uh, I'll, you can find um, you can find music notes on the website. Uh, this playing behind me right now is hold on, I'll get it for you. Let me check one second here. It's off from the Free Music Archive, and this was a freak folk from the freak folk genre. This was. This was one leme etage fantome abe noya. So uh, no idea what that's supposed to mean. Um, we also had uh, a track by Silent Carrion and a track by Chad Crouch on this episode. Like I said, all from the Free Music Archive, and all the links will be in the show notes. So this is Matt signing off. Please do come back again soon. Uh, I'm also going to be I'm working on two things. I'm working on the next episode of this podcast, this story, and I'm also working on a Call of Cthulhu game that we played. And uh, that one's going to be even more, much, much more highly produced than this show. So if you like your role-playing games to have sort of a, mm, I don't know if production values are the word, but if you want a lot of production to go into it, then uh, I would check that out. So like I said, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon.